This is Andre Shudan of The Crew Process and the Eaglesoft Field Guide on Facebook. You are listening to Hashtag POD, Podcast of Dentistry with Dr. Panks. This podcast is sponsored by Rocketbook at podcastofdentistry.com slash rocketbook. I hate wasting paper, and if I could, I would not use pen and paper at all. But I love the feeling of writing with a pen and a nice paper. Somehow, I feel connected to it. But I always hated the fact that I cannot bring my ideas to the digital world. Now, Rocketbook is the exact amalgamation of both the physical and the virtual world. Here's how it works. You can draw or write on the Rocketbook. Take a picture with the Rocketbook app and magically it cleans the picture and sends it to Google Drive, Evernote, Dropbox, OneDrive, OneNote, Slack, Box, iMessage, or even classic email. Just configure the symbol once. That's it. Everything goes to where you choose it to go. When done, you can use a moist paper towel and you can erase it only to be used again. Simply saving paper. Head over to podcastofdentistry.com slash rocketbook. Welcome to Podcasts of Dentistry. Our guest today at hashtag POD is Dr. Justin Moody. He's a teacher, he's a podcaster, he's a collaborator. He's a mentor, he's a dentist, he's an entrepreneur, he's the owner of Implant Pathways, and yes, he is even a student. We can find Justin Moody at his podcast, Dentist, Implants, and Warmth, and not to mention implantpathways.com. In this episode, he talks about his podcast and why his podcast is so different. He opens up talking about why his podcast is even named as Dentist, Implant, and Warmth. He unravels what makes him keep going, what makes him so successful. He shares how to be more productive, and he also opens up about mentor of mentors. He talks about the mindset that will keep you humble and continue learning. He shares the quote that he lives by. He talks about some of his favorite episodes, some of the books that he's gifted the most, and a lot more interesting nuances that he opens up to. You will be surprised and feel connected to our Justin Fireball Moody. I hope you have as much fun as much as I did. So without further ado, Dr. Justin Moody. Thank you. Thank you for taking time to come and uh, be a part of Podcast of Dentistry. Thank you, Dr. Justin Moody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so um, let's start with the fireball thing. What is your story? What is your story about fireball? Uh, did, you, uh, did you go to the Voices of Dentistry last year? No, I didn't. Probably next year in eighteen. Uh, yeah, you should mark your calendar, Scottsdale, Arizona for January. But, uh, yeah, so, um, we had, uh, we gave away free shot glasses and, uh, uh, shots of fireball at our booth last year at, uh, the voice of dentistry and everything since then has been, uh, uh, they remembered us for, uh, giving away the fireball and it was, uh, it was all good. So everything, so that's kind of what I got a, I got a nice bottle of it right here. So, uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think um, I've always followed up the podcast uh, with the idea of, you know, learning, 
you know learning from the real people there is a connection when you know people uh when you hear them and i think the podcast is the best way to make that connection would you agree with that i mean it's certainly one of those ways uh, right. the podcast is uh uh you know i i tell people it's kind of like radio on demand you know you can uh, you know instead of having to listen to the radio to find out what is on the news you know you can go to the show notes you can peruse it you know if it's if it's a subject matter or someone that you don't want to listen to then you don't download it or you 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 skip the you know the episode so uh uh it and you know in today's media you know everybody has uh, you know what's your what's your drive to work how long does it take you to get to work only 10 minutes oh so it's not too bad. <laughs> but the, you know the average dentist here in the US goes 30 to 60 minutes you know right. one way for to work so there's a great you know it used to be we listen to listen to the music or XM and now you know we want to we all want to utilize our time better so when we get home we don't have to try to binge listen to uh podcasts and stuff so a lot of people are uh listening to them on the drive to work uh, you know even one of the th- popular things is to turn your uh your speed up to like 1.5 yeah. uh listen to them faster you know so that you can you know uh uh ingest that information you know you know sure. that much quicker sure so um i think uh, since this discussion would be more about your podcast tell me um what would you say about your podcast uh Dennis Implants and Worms um how would you describe your show your podcast show in 20 seconds or less a whole lot of bullshit very little content uh <laughs> but a really good time and we will we will entertain you from uh start to finish okay now who do you target your audience like who are your basic uh audience You know, I think we have a um we have a very diverse group. We have a lot of we have pre-dental uh we have pre-dental students, we have dental students, we have uh uh new dentists and uh obviously we have uh seasoned dentists. We've got uh um equipment reps, we have uh uh manufacturer reps, we have uh uh you know shine people patterson people you know that listen to it because there's a little bit of uh uh there's a little bit of commonality across all those uh you know all those lines and i think that it's um uh mm-hmm. i think i think you know i think it's been good you know we do we're probably different than virtually every other podcast out there and that uh you know we use humor uh we're not afraid to uh you know use an f bomb or throw some you know <laughs> you know a, a cuss word out but you know if that offends you then uh, we're really not the we're really not the podcast for you anyway yeah. you know so uh, i'm not I'm, i'm not trying to be something to everyone but i think that we appeal to the average the you know the average dentist is just trying to get through the day and uh content just bores the hell out of me you know so uh you know listen you know listen you know and and you will get content in our you know out of our podcast you know it's just uh you know hopefully hopefully you either pull into work or you pull into your house and you get a smile on your face and you're just like did he really just say that you know i mean that's 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 more what we're you know what we're on the lines right 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 that makes sense um hey uh, there's i think all kinds of people if they take it offensive hey there are there are 29 more podcasts uh probably uh, you can listen to yeah 100% there's a, there's a, there's a ton of them out there now do you apart from your own podcast do you listen to any other dental podcasts yeah for sure uh let's see here uh you know obviously um you know i listen to uh alan and jason at the uh at the dental hacks yeah. um 
that was, you know, they've, uh, you know, I think that the people that got this thing started were people like Gary Takis from the thriving dentist, sure. uh, Howard Ferran is uncensored. And then the, the dental hacks, I think, I think if you were to take the three biggest podcasts out there, those definitely are probably it. You could also add Mark Costas in there with the dental, the, the dentalpreneur podcast. Uh, those are probably really like the four biggest podcasts after that, you know, who the hell knows where it's at. Uh, <laughs> uh you know, iTunes doesn't really tell you, you know, how many subscribers and all sorts of crazy stuff, you know? So people are always trying to guess, you know, via lips and downloads and, you know, all sorts of things. But the, you know, the fact is, you know, I, I spend zero time looking at that. And, uh, you know, some people are like, well, maybe nobody's listening to you. Well, you know, I enjoy doing this and I get to hang out with two of my friends and, uh, uh, bullshit twice a week. So maybe that's all that, uh, maybe that's all that listens to it. Well, uh, what made you choose podcast? There were like 20 other podcasts, at least the dental well, podcast available. Well, here's, here's the issue with, uh, here's the issue with Facebook and dental town and, 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 and those type of things. And that is you miss the you missed the humanality of it. You know, you missed getting to listen to somebody and, uh, uh, and, and understand, you know, their psyche. Cause we all prejudge people the minute, you know, in, in some aspect, you know, whether it's by the, you know, the car they drive, the, the clothes they wear, you know, you know, uh, the way they talk, the way they look, you know, all sorts of things. And, you know, being, we've all, we've all read text messages that can be read one way or the other. And how many times, you know, someone got pissed off at you because, uh, you know, they, they thought they interpreted your, your words right. differently than what you meant. Right. And that doesn't happen when you listen to somebody, it's the tone of people's voice that, that gives you that deal. Like I could say, uh, uh, you know, I could say, you know, you're really, you know, you're really full of shit. You know, so you could, you know, and you could take that one of two ways. Like when you heard me say that in that laughing, you know, manner, you're yeah. just like, you know, He's he didn't mean it, you know, yeah. but if you read it in a, if you read it on a line, it's not, you know, it's, it's not real. So I chose podcast to be, cause I think that we appeal to people, uh, that can hear us and understand that we're genuine and we just, you know, we want to, we want to talk about dentistry, but we want to have fun at the same time. Got you. Got you. Well, that makes sense. Um, I think that's how I was talking about, like, how, that's how you get connected. You know, your people feel connected to you because they know, oh, yeah, I think I know him. I think I can relate myself to him. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, uh, podcasts like uh, Tim Ferriss Show and uh, uh, Pat Flynn. You know, I'm always about trying to get more people into podcasting. And uh, whether their own podcast or whether they're, uh, you know, just listening to them, you know, it, it's good to have that, you know, that audio to go with it. Uh, you know, Howard puts video to it and uh, yeah. we don't record the video and put the video up. I mean, uh, um, you know, sometimes it's awkward and sometimes it's, you know, the video, depending on the connection, it looks like crap, you know, so yep. uh, we just yep. don't, uh, uh, we just don't do that. But, you know, I think, um, you know, some of the guys that you should try to get on uh, as well are uh, uh, the Kentucky boys. They uh, started one called the Life and Dentistry podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, these guys, uh, you know, similar to you, they're, they're, they're brand new, uh, you know, or they're, they're a year younger than you, but they're, you know, they're, they're brand new to dentistry and they got more questions than they have answers for, and they're trying to sort their way out. And, uh, you know, there is, you know, dentists by nature, you know, we're a bunch of goombas. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we spend, we spend a tremendous amount of time just talking about dentistry. If more than two dentists go out to eat or whatever, it turns into a damn, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
a work session, you know, whether, you know, you're talking about whatever. And, uh, I think I wish, I wish the general public knew that because, you know, they only benefit when dentists get together and collaborate and, 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 and try to make themselves better. Right. And, right, right. you know, I, I don't see that, that I don't see that happens in any, in any other professions out there. So, uh, it's, it, it's good to put, it's good to put all those, it's good to put all those pieces together for sure. Oh, well, I agree with that. Um, as a matter of fact, I was listening to one of your podcasts with um, uh, the Life in Dentistry. Um, I forgot his name. And um, Luis. Yes, I think um, the last episode you had when he plays yep. some forty screws, as he said. Yeah, <laughs> no. he drops he drops some serious <laughs> screws. That's correct. And I think that uh, you know who you've podcasted have been uh, you know excellent pods and uh, uh, and you know excellent guys. I've had I've had both of them on my podcast before. So there's. Uh, uh, some commonality out there. And, uh, part of it is to, um, uh, you know, is to get something out of it. You know, I learn from everybody that I interview and I, you know, a good chunk of what I do is teaching, you know, I'm still a sure. clinical dentist, you know, I work, uh, you know, I work Monday through Friday. I'm a five day a week guy, unless I'm out, you know, lecturing or doing a course or whatever. And, uh, I find the, the interaction with people important you know, so many people think that dentistry and continued education is going towards, uh, uh, you know, online and, you know, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of great online courses out there. Hell, I have, you know, session one of our implant pathways online, but it's also, you know, 16 hours of the stuff you don't need right away to travel all the way across the country to listen to, you know, right. like part of our session one is pharmacology, uh, implant rationale, uh, bone physiology. Like you don't need to, you don't need to fly across the country and sleep through a lecture, you know, that you could have read about, or you could have watched, you know, one of our 16, uh, you know, online, uh, uh, sessions. But, uh, you know, when we actually get to see people in session two, the first time we actually get to interact with them, like that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a deal breaker because you get to see that that person is real. You get to interact with them, you know, before yeah. the course, during the course, after the course, uh, you know, out to eat afterwards. And then for me and my partner, Mike, uh, Frymouth, uh, it's about the mentorship, uh, that, that goes on afterwards. You know, it's about answering the emails and getting text messages of, uh, of issues that are real time because so many people and myself, you know, I have more questions than I have answers for people look to me for, questions and you know maybe me you know maybe in the world of implants i've got uh, i've got more answers than questions but uh, uh i also go to you know every implant meeting uh, that i can i take i continue to take uh, you know hundreds of hours of continue education because i don't have all the answers and nor will i ever but uh if i if i can make myself the best i can be and uh impart that onto others that uh, want to learn then uh, it was a, it was worthwhile right right now, uh, coming back to your podcasting, uh, there are two more co-hosts, like uh, Gabe Olson, right? Uh, yes. How do yes, you we, how did you end up finding uh, your co-hosts? Uh, well, Gabe's a good friend of mine. He works for the, one of the the, the leading dental supply companies. Uh, that's how I met him uh, ten plus years ago. And um, uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Smith is uh, we call the Pasty Gangster. He is. Um, uh, he works for me. He is the mm -hmm. he is my in-house graphic artist. Right. He is uh, uh, the director of business development, and uh, uh, he's a he's a he's a great dude. Even though he has a fetish for cats, uh, <laughs> but 
couldn't couldn't do it without him. The pasty does all the editing and puts this stuff together and puts out a quality podcast. And uh, without him, you know, I wouldn't do this because I just don't have the time and the bandwidth to, you know, put that all together. Our fourth co-host, which is only joins us periodically, is uh, his name is John Landers. He's a dentist down in Tulsa. Right. He was in my dental school class, and he is the reason uh, for the the worms. We called him the dental. The, we took, called him the bookworm, which we shortened <laughs> to worm. Uh, we just uh, called him the worm in dental school, and that's where. And he's funny bastard. So that's where the <laughs> dentist implants and worms come from. Plus, you know, if you remember, if you don't remember anything, you'll remember like how they had worms in their title. You search worms, we come up like it's right. It's, it's a great. It's a great search engine. Let me let me go back to your uh, schedule. Now, how do you handle so much? You, uh, I was reading about you, and you said you have some own multiple offices. You're doing the podcast. You're doing implant pathways as your course. You're obviously practicing Monday through Friday. Um, how are you able to do all that? What does your usual day look like? Uh, my day, um, yeah. So you know, my day starts. Uh, I am at my desk at five forty-five a.m. every day. Mm -hmm. uh, no, and, and I'll tell you from 5:45 to 7:30 is my time. Okay. Uh, so I can answer emails. I can log on to my study club. I can uh, uh, I can create content, sift through charts, you know, do whatever I need to do because when 7:30 rolls around, my team starts to show up. The the lights power on. You know, the vacuum, the compressor. You know, it turns into a dental office, and at that point, uh, I'm a dentist. Okay. Now we podcast. You know, generally Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, you know, such as this, uh, we'll podcast uh, from five. We'll have a podcast at five, maybe one at six. Uh, if we're lucky, we'll get one at uh, seven, oh. you know, to bank them up because we release twice a week and it takes, uh, you know, it takes a few podcasts to get, uh, you know, to keep the hopper full. And sure, sure. there's no shortage of, there's no shortage of guests, but at the same time you have, the summertime is really tough because of scheduling. You know, people are on vacation. You know, they're they're working. You know, different hours at their practices. So, it's much easier to get people to podcast in the winter when they're you know they're, when they're kind of home, especially if you're in the northern climate. But right. uh, you know, that's my you know that's um, you know that's a typical Monday through Wednesday. Now, I I have uh, six general dentistry offices. I only practice in uh, uh, two of them. So. Uh, every other Tuesday I travel down to Nebraska and I work in those offices just placing implants. And then, uh, I would say two weekends, uh, a month. Yeah. Some, at some point on Thursday, I'm flying to a destination to give a course, give a lecture, do it, uh, hands on whatever, whatever it is. And I'm back either Saturday night or Sunday and I start the process all over again. Wow. How do you think you're able to manage doing, doing it so good? Well, I don't think that you know it's not a it's not a matter of managing it. If if all of if any one of those items becomes um, not fun, you know if, if you know if, uh, if any if if any one of those items you know you know comes into my life and says you know this is a downer in my life, then I remove it. Hmm. And you know I I I enjoy work and I enjoy getting to know people. I enjoy the business side of dentistry. I love teaching. Um, you know, and sometimes things give, but you know, my family will travel with me and, uh, I have one son in college, so he stays pretty busy. I have one that's going to be a junior in high school. So I'm only two years from being empty nest. So mm -hmm. when I'm, you know, when I'm empty nest, you know, the, the schedule completely opens up because I don't have, uh, 
you know, it's just uh, my wife and I at home. Right, so, right, right. Uh, but you know, time is just time is one of those things when people say, "Oh, I just don't have any time." Well, if you really want to do it, you have time. I mean, I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't care. You know who you are. If you really want, if you really want something or you want to do something, uh, uh, time is not of the essence because you can't make time. I don't like that. You know, I don't like people say, "Well, I'll just I'll make time for you." Well, no, you can't make time. Like that's that's you know this isn't Star Trek. Uh, but uh, you know what you can do is you can find. You can find the those minutes or those hours in the day that uh, you will insert something that ends up being more important than what was in that in that time slot. And I I tell people in implant dentistry, they're always saying, "Well, you know what? You know, you don't understand my practice, doc. Like I'm I'm booked out three or four weeks, and and you know to be spontaneous and be able to do an immediate implant when someone walks in with a broken tooth, like I just don't have it. And right. my my answer my answer to that is. Do you not have a schedule full of people that you have uh, that you do composites on, like a filling? It's 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 not life or death, and and take that person and move them and insert the implant uh, uh, deal because it's it's about utilization of time. You can't make more time, but w- do you want to insert a two thousand dollar per hour procedure and boot a two hundred dollar hour procedure? I mean, you know, that's up to you and your management of your time. You know, and, and finding what's important. Now, listen, not all dentists want to work that hard. You sure. know, not not everybody wants to work through their lunch hour. Nobody, not everybody wants will will even work. To, for me, someone walks in at four o'clock and they need the uh, you know they need work done. Like I'm going to do it. I'll stay till six. I'll take stay till seven to do it. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. And for those people, they're also probably the dentists that work three and a half days a week. And I'm not. I am not here to. I'm not here to bag on eBay. I mean, if if dentistry is a, a is a ways to your means, and you know you want to work three and a half days a week, and you want to take three and a half days a week off, you know, more power to you. Right. Like I really like 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 that's great for you. You mm-hmm. know, um, uh, you know, but that person also don't doesn't ever get to talk about oh I'm not busy enough. You know, or right. you know, um, you know, I I can't I I can't get you know I'm. I'm booked out. I can't get my, you know, I can't get my patients in there. Well, you know what? You know, for those that work three and a half days a week, like, like work four and see what it does for your, uh, uh, your, 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 your net productivity, you know, I'll work four and a half, uh, in the winter times or in the off seasons. Like, you know, like you've got time to see those patients, you know, just if they're not that important to you, then you just don't make the time. Got you. Got you. So, um, so it seems like you are, you really love your job or your your work uh, really you really love it uh, but don't you think you get tired doing the same implants or doing the same thing what keeps you motivated that's what i'm trying to ask uh, to no. um, to keep churning you know, you know implant dentistry i think is different than um, i think implant dentistry is different than general dentistry in the fact that uh, if you're if you're into composites and crowns Right. Like, what's the biggest breakthrough you've had? You know, like, you know, okay, so you, you know, you change composite companies, you know, whoop-dee-ding, like it's the same flipping composite, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you want to change uh, matrices from Garrison to something else, like, <laughs> you know, whoop-dee-ding, like, like this isn't a, you know, this isn't, this isn't inspiring me, like I'm not going to wake up in the morning and say, God, I can't wait to f- 
I can't wait to try that flowable composite. Like, I, <laughs> like, like I've been, I've been standing up all, you know, I've been waiting up all night to try this. No, for me though, you know, the, the ability to change people's lives with, uh, you know, full arch reconstruction, like that's not the same every day because it's, it's attached to a, a person right. that's absolutely different. You know what? A DO composite is a flipping DO composite on every, every human on the planet. Right. Uh, so that's, that's the difference, you know, if you can't, you know, if you can't get fired up about it, you know, for me, I've been involved in implant dentistry long enough and, uh, uh, you know, I've worked with BioHorizons long enough that, uh, they involved me in, uh, um, some of the R and D, yeah. you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. research involved. So, right. you know, some products come along, whether it's a, a snap coping or a, a new implant design that I get to try right. like that, that. That'll get you up in the morning and, and see, like, you know, hey, is this surface the real deal? Like, does does, mm-hmm. does is is laser lock going to help me not have crustal bone loss in the future? Like, like for sure. You know, like that that should get you fired up. And then the other part is uh, you know, is teaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you love teaching. Yep. You know, I mean, teaching is something I would not be doing what I'm doing today if I didn't have a great mentor. Uh, his name is Roger Pluster. He practiced in, uh, he just recently retired. He practiced in Lincoln, Nebraska. He's from my hometown. We're the only two ABY diplomates in the entire state as far as when it comes in Nebraska, when it comes to uh, uh, implants. And, you know, he taught me how to view him. Imp- view implants in a life-changing way and he taught me procedures and he taught me how to talk to the patients and you know it, it started me on my lifelong uh, journey of education and if i can if i could inspire one person in my career the way he inspired me like right. that's that's totally given back that that's 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 more than uh uh you know most of the dentists could say and uh i think that it's happened you know i have um you know, I have a lot of great friends that uh, now place implants, uh, you know, that maybe took a course and have become friends of mine. And it's good. I mean, for me to get a text message of, the, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a doc's first implant, right. you know, like, I'm the, first, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm the first person to view that PA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if that doesn't fire you up, like, I don't, I don't know what the hell does. Okay, got you, got you. I think, uh, so your motivation is to kind of help people around. Uh, do more and more uh, implant cases because you've been involved. What is your journey, you know, uh, from, you know, you obviously graduated, um, the day you graduated from from that day to now, where all did you have your uh, studies for your implants done? I know you went to uh, Dr. Kalmish's course, Do you went to Dr. John Quay's course, and uh, I was, I'm just trying to find what are your milestones to learn all the implants, which made you reach where you are right now? I mean, I have, um, I wish that I would have had, uh, I wish my mentor would have pushed me harder, you know, at the very beginning, but at the same time, I'm not sure that I was ready like the, the dentists are coming out today, but you know, I graduated uh, dental school, went back to my small little hometown, just became a, uh, you know, a general dentist in the, uh, in the, in my small community. And, it was so removable heavy that I was like, I cannot and will not place, you know, all these dentures and partials the rest of my life and have these, you know, teeth break and have uh, ill-fitting dentures because the patient doesn't, patient thinks your dentures are shitty when in fact they have no bone and they have, you know, nobody's right. going to be able to make them uh, 
anything like that. So uh, my mentor said, you got to go take Carl Misch. And uh, my partner, Mike Frimus, uh, uh, mentors the same individual, Roger Pluster. So when we headed out to Mish, we actually ended up sitting next to each other on the plane completely by coincidence. You know, if you believe in coincidence, some people would say it's fate, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you believe in. But uh, that was my continued education buddy. Like we did Mish. Uh, we couldn't stop. Uh, as soon as we were done with Mish, we started a maxi course. We started doing the AAID maxi course, which was, you know, once a month for 10 months. We flew from uh, Nebraska and Colorado all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, took you know, we took uh, the course was uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I had to travel on Wednesday. So I took, right. you know, I'm a five day a week guy. So I took Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off 10 times. That's 30 days. Like that's like taking a month and a half off of your practice in the right, course right, of a right. year. You know, which is, a, yeah. which is, you know, not just the loss of the revenue, but the, 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 the commitment to the course and the travel and stuff. But I never thought about it because the info we were getting so good. Uh, we went to John Coises, uh, all of which we ended up. You know, receiving credentials through all the organizations. Right. We finished John's deal up. We became mentors there. And uh, it's still off to the races. You know, the big types of courses like that, I don't really have anything that I, uh, you know, mm -hmm. that they're, that's out there to take. But I certainly, at every AAID meeting or ICOI meeting, like I'm sitting in there, I'm learning from the people that are up on the podium and uh, uh, just just humbled because you can't, the minute you think you learned everything and right. you think that you can mm -hmm. teach somebody what you've learned, like the world's passed you by. Right, 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 right. I understand. So uh, what would be your advice for somebody who's uh, a new dentist, like graduated like 25 years ago? Um, how should he start uh, working into uh, getting into implants and get more and more, more and more confident? Yeah, you just have to, you just have to, uh, you got to get, yeah, get out and place them. You know, you got to take a good course. You know, the difference between a, what many people call a weekend warrior course or a, what I would call a manufacturer, uh, supported course is right. that, you know, the manufacturer puts on a course for, you know, a Friday, Saturday and, and gives you enough, inf you know, it's kind of like dental school. They give you just enough information to be dangerous, uh, but they need you to buy a motor and a kit and a bunch of implants and, and, and get after it. And parts of it are true. Like you do need to go out there and get after it. But at the second, at the, at the same time. You know, if you're only gonna if you're only gonna cherry pick and do uh, patients with abundant bone that are perfectly healthy, that are non-smokers, that are non-diabetics, you know all those things, you know, then you know you probably don't need much of a course. But you're also not gonna have that many implant sites because, uh, uh, you know, you've really narrowed your implant, you know, your patient population uh, right. at that point. So I would say, you know, find a you know find a uh, a continuum type course. There's plenty of them out there. There's good ones. Uh, you know, I think we have a good uh, course, but I would tell people that, you know, well, you know, for all the good things that Carl Misch used to do and, and you know, he was a mentor of mine, um, you know, one of the things that he always said uh, when the course was over was, um, you know, someone always asked, well, what do I do next? You know, I've taken all your courses, you know, like, where do I go next? Right. And his comment was always the same. He says, well, if there was something else out there, I would be teaching it. Mm. And yeah. Uh, I never agreed with that. I never agreed with that statement because, um, I went and I took all the other courses, the maxi courses, uh, Picos, Russo, you know, you, you name the number of people that I've, I've listened to and all of those people added to my knowledge base. Sure. You know, they, they all brought something 
uh, you know, uh, to the table. And right. had I, you know, had I listened to Carl and only done his courses, that would have been a huge disservice to my patients because I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have broadened my horizons. I wouldn't have been able to view, uh, implant dentistry in the light that I do now. And even though I think we have a great, uh, a great course yeah. when people are done with my course, mm -hmm. I give them plenty of recommendations on courses that I've done courses. I've heard good things about, um, and, and they should go do it and they should go do it, uh, soon. So to get back to your question, how do you, how do you get on with your career? Like you need to get after it. You need to, um, uh, you know, you need to find a course, take a course, you know, it should have some sort of live uh, uh, training to it so that you can actually do some in a controlled environment with your mentor over your shoulder. So you could don't have the, you know, you don't have the jitters uh, when you go to, you know, mm -hmm. put the blade to the tissue the first time. Right. And, uh, and, and choose somebody that uh, is going to be there to support you after the course, you know, through mentorship and uh, 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 email, phone, uh, text support, you know, whatever, uh, whatever yeah. it requires. No. Uh what is your view about uh, the 3D digital dentistry, like putting implants using the guides? And, you know, uh, there are some great courses like um, Blue Sky Bio, I believe. Um, there are obviously doctors like Dr. Rick Ferguson, Dr. Corey Glenn, Dr. Armin. They're also teaching the 3D, uh, 3D digital courses. What is your yeah. view about, uh, you know, some people would say, you know what, I know the basics of implants. If I'm... If I'm planning everything digitally using the guides, it makes it a lot more predictable. So why do I learn to do uh, heavy lifting, like, I don't know, like grafting, uh, sinus lifts, when I can probably get away, instead of using a 10 millimeter implant, maybe I can do an eight and still get by without the sinus bump or the sinus lift. What do you say about that? You know, I I know all those guys, and uh, uh, Corey Glenn is a, is a is a friend and has a is a phenomenal story. Uh, Rick Ferguson does uh, uh, some great uh, courses, you know, down in Florida as well. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm I'm still I'm still of the camp that I use both. You know, okay. I I have in my own practice I heavy lift uh, um, these sites, and many people would say, well, you know, if you can make a guide, you know, why would you not guide a uh, uh, you know, a, a molar. And I was like, well, you know what, you know, there are some instances where the patient can't open wide enough to be able to, to use the surgical guide. So right. you're either going to choose not to do that side, or you're going to, you know, pare down and use smaller drills and smaller implants to be able to get in that side. Or you could just fall back on the, you know, your, the knowledge, the base that you have and go ahead and proceed and, uh, and do the case. Um, I use guides in the aesthetic zone, you know, exclusively. Okay. You know, okay. if someone's missing number eight, I'm not free handing it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to mm -hmm. digitally plan it because I want to, uh, I want to have some, um, I want to have more predictability. Like you said, I want to have the ability to create a, a treatment prosthesis, whether it's a screw retained crown or whatever, you know, from those digital images that I, that I've done. And I think that uh, implant dentistry is a combination of both. I think that those that don't, I think those that use that use guides one hundred percent and think that freehand is uh, is dead. Uh, I think they are uh, shitting themselves if they think that that's the <laughs> uh, uh, that that that's the truth. Because I'd, all of those guys that I know don't uh, use guides one hundred percent of the time. Right. Uh, 
And then those those guys that uh, you know you have you have at the other end, uh, and and he can make a great case for it. But people like Mike Tischler, right. uh, with T, with Teeth tomorrow, right. you know he's anti guide, like he does not use guides, mm-hmm. but he's also only doing full arch uh, uh, restorations with immediate extractions, which adds a, cl- a level of complexity to guides. And to, we can talk about bone reduction guides and snap on cylinders and all these things to the cows come home. But the fact is, A, it does add a level of complexity to it mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a level of cost to it. And you can say it's a predictability, but it's still not for everyone. And I think that uh, – and we teach, we teach guided surgery in the implant pathway. And okay. it, is at the, it is in the session – it is in the end of the third session because I want you to understand the heavy lifting of what it takes to do. So that you'll appreciate and you can find where guides fit into your practice. You know, every, it has to fit into the way you do it. And if you're just a, if you're just a guide person and, uh, you only want you only want to cherry pick the cases and stuff, then that's fine. I mean, I'd rather see you do that than, than, than cut a bridge, you know, but for me, I think guides have their place. And I think, uh, with proper education, everyone finds, uh, you know, where it goes. So, so I don't know if that answered your question or not, but I'm I lie I lie in between. You know, I <laughs> I, I I use guides and yeah. I'm I'm a fanatic about using them in the aesthetic zone, getting the the placement and the restoration pre-planned 100 of the time. Mm-hmm. Empty gotcha. site number 30 walks in with an abundant bone on a healthy individual. Like I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blade it and drop that implant in there uh, long before you can even get the thing designed and ready for a a, a guide. Got you. But gotcha. that also comes with 20 years of experience. I was going to say that, but yeah, I think the experience comes into the game. 100% the experience does. Like I can't, you can't argue with that in the, in the, in the beginning stages. Right. Uh, because my initial experience with implants was, I mean, I still do the basic implants, uh, nothing dramatic, but um, I was looking at your implant pathways course too. Like I'm, I'm really looking into doing something like sinus lifts and the bone grafting and, so that I can actually do the sinus bump if I need uh, the two millimeters to put in a 10 millimeter, um, you know, and just to have an extra bone always helps, right? Uh, even though I do quite a bit of guided surgery, um, uh, that makes, initially I used to do freehand, but I always had the, had the fear, maybe I'm going to perforate, maybe I'm going to get closer to the nerve, but now I because of the guides, I have a little more confidence. I am a little more confident that okay, if I'm putting a 4.3, uh, uh, it it's it's going to be fine. It's going to be a bit b- between the cortical plates. Not I, I won't have an open you know um, a screw or something. Uh, sorry, uh, the thread that makes me feel good. But at the same time, I still feel um, I'm not ready to do anything moderate to severe or uh, base difficult kind of cases as of now as of yet so maybe i i would have to take uh, one of your courses to to learn all those grafting and other other techniques yeah i mean i think that there is um there's there's a place for those that want to uh do the easier cases 
and refer the harder ones out. And there's nothing wrong with it, man. It, it actually shows good clinical judgment when you know where your skill set is and uh, you know where you can perform at a high level at and where you're you're on the edge. And experience will bump your 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 high edge up. You okay. know, the more implants you do, the more comfortable you get it. But you know, there becomes a point in most implant dentists' career where you either decide you're going to stay at your skill set and you're going to offer this to the patients and you're going to send the other things out, uh, you know, wherever you go, or you say, you know what, I want to leave, I want to keep it all in house and I need to learn how to do that. And the only way that you can look at any edentulous site on any human and, and say, I can treat it with an implant is you got to get good at grafting. Gotcha. Uh, you know, that's, that's a, that is a modality of implant dentistry that, uh, um, has to be addressed and those that want to do more implants have to do more grafting because it is so many sites walk in the door and they're not candidates in and and how do we make them a candidate i mean there's only there's only two ways to create a ridge uh uh to be a candidate for it one you can mow their you can mow the bone down you know it can reduce the height of the bone until you get to a base yeah. not everybody in the maxilla has that sometimes in the mandible there's the nerve so you're not going to do that the only other way is to graft it Mm-hmm. Is to is to add to the add to the scenario, and all of which have their own complexities to it. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, when you if you want to look at uh, someone in an implant uh, only manner, then you need to um, uh, be able to graft. If that's, but it also comes in uh, in time. Sure. Now, um, I know we've been we've been moving away from the podcast, but uh, let's talk. Go back to your podcast, Dennis Implants and Worms. Um, What is your favorite episode, if you have any? You know, I got there's so many episodes. Like we're up at 130 or whatever episodes. Uh, right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Lance Timmerman has one of the, my my favorite episodes <laughs> where we actually pulled. I don't know if you've listened to it, but uh, uh, we actually we actually went on his website on his Google and started reading the negative uh, reviews. Um, <laughs> reviews on air and and it was funny as hell like like he was such a great sport about it and we'd read one and then he would say oh you know that crazy bitch you know she did this or that you know but uh, uh it, probably probably one of my you know probably one of my uh uh, uh funnest podcasts uh the you know they've, they're yeah. all they've all been you know they've all been good you know some of them are more you know my favorites probably lied more towards the humorous ones than they do the uh Uh, you know the serious ones but we've right. had some we've had some with great content and um yeah i can't uh yeah i know um dr timmerman uh he is a funny guy i've seen him i followed him for a while too um and i think um uh, i i said uh i think he was in somewhere outside us and he was talking about who can have a beer with me you know i think he was in london or he was over at the idea he was over at the ids uh in cologne, cologne. germany Yeah, yes. yeah. I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would just take anything. I would just do anything just to meet you. He's a funny guy. I mean, his right. all comments are like, as you said, he's a very sporty guy. Uh, he didn't mind whatever, and uh, <laughs> I've always uh, followed him. Is uh, I think he'll be a very funny guest to to come on, um, uh, come on some podcast. So just, just, uh, uh, yeah. Just Facebook message that crazy bastard and tell him to come on. Tell him I talked shit about him. So he'll have, a, he'll have the opportunity to uh, uh, get even with me. Um, 
yeah, we talk shit about him almost every podcast we have. So it's all, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's all like, good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would encourage you to, uh, come down to the voices of dentistry in Scottsdale in January and meet all these pot. I mean, you can meet all these people in person, bring your gear, uh, uh, grab those, grab the people that you haven't podcasted and, 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 and get them to sit with you. Like it's, uh, right. Uh, it's, it's super fun. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, it, it's crazy fun. Now, uh, as I said, um, I'm not sure you, I told you that, but um, I am kind of a big fan of Tim Ferriss. So I have some questions which are inspired uh, of his podcast. Uh, it could be uh, as long an answer as you'd like it to be, but um, or as concise as you want it to be, right? So uh, the first one would be, what are the best practices that you have, which makes you so successful? Um, I got a few of them. You know, a couple of them is uh, uh, show up on time. Hmm. You know, like 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 go to work. Okay. Okay. I you know maybe I'm maybe I'm just healthy. Maybe I have a work ethic from growing up on a ranch, but. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been doing this over 20 years now. Well, 20 years in a few months and I've never missed a day of work. Oh, cool. I've never, call, I've never called in sick. Now the airlines have caused me to miss a day at work here and there, okay. you know, not being able to get home on a Sunday or whatever, but I've never, I've never, I've never let my team down or my patients down by, uh, by having something that was in my control. Now I've, I've also never been, you know, I've never been sick enough to the point where I thought that, uh, it would be detrimental for the patients for me to come in. But part of it is like, like get up and go to work. And, you know, one of my other best practices is, uh, you know, you got to have a morning huddle. Okay. You know, you, you got You got to have your, you got to get your team off, uh, on the right foot every morning. And so many people use the morning huddle as a bitch session or a gripe session from what happened on the day before. Mm -hmm. And, and, and one of my best practices would be to tell you this, do your team meeting and the, you should talk about four things that went right the day before. Like just talk about four things that went right and then one thing that you need some improvement on. Okay. That's it. You know, everyone leads with all the crap. So what happens when the team meeting's over with? Like everybody's pissed. You know, they're mad at so-and-so or they're they're upset that they got called out in front of them or like, like don't, that's not leading by example. Like, like start out and, and, and tell them what they did right because you want, you got through the, you got through work yesterday and the fact that you got through work yesterday means a lot of things went right. Sure. Uh, you know, now, so maybe, you know, maybe somebody didn't get someone back in time or, or, you know, they didn't get a, they didn't get a panel when the patient was, you know, could have had one done at the end of five years. Like, so, so what, you know, like just say, Hey, uh, you know, you, you, these four things went really well, you know, like, like Mrs. Jones committed to the treatment that we'd been hounding her for, you know, for, you know, six Years. months, yeah. you know, you know, great job. Uh, you know, we met our goal yesterday, you know, awesome stuff, uh, you know, missed, you know, and, and you can end by saying, you know what, missed a couple, missed a couple panos and, uh, you know, in, in, in hygiene, um, we'll do better on that. Who cares? You know, but, you, <laughs> but, but they know. Like just mentioning that they know that, you know, right. And, and, and that it was important to you to mention yet you didn't beat anybody up or, and, and pick on anybody. And I don't know how many times I've been into somebody's office and we talked about, you know, I listened to their morning huddle and, and it's not, 
it's not like that. Like you should build the team up in the morning. And, uh, and another best practice for me, mm-hmm. I mean, these are simple stuff. This isn't like, you know, I use a garrison and twist it to this and do this. I mean, my, my deal is like, uh, when you're done at the end of the day, yeah. like how about telling your team, thank you as they walk out the door. Right. Yeah. You know, how about, how about, to, how about telling them thank you for their time, especially if you're late, like, you know, like, you know, you, you had to stay 30 minutes to take care of that last patient at the end of the day. How about a thank you? Sure. Sure. Oh, uh, you know, don't, uh, don't end the day by a long going, well, that was a shit show. God dang. You know, like, like, how about, how about just saying, you know, you know, you know, uh, uh, Christy, thank you for staying late for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure Mrs. Jones appreciated it. So, uh, again, you know, thank you. Gotcha. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like yeah. treat, you know, you know, treating people like you'd want to be treated, you know, for me, you know, you already heard my work day. Like, uh, yeah. it's seven 15 here. I got here at five 45 this morning. Uh, I haven't left. I didn't leave for lunch. I had it catered in. So, uh, you know, I haven't left this building. So it's been 70 degrees, you know, all day long. I didn't get rained on. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's leading by example. I'll ne- I'll never ask my patient. I'll never ask my team to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to be there before they get there and I'm going to be there after they leave. Cool. Those, those are things that I build my practice on. Now, is there any, any particular secrets for your health? For my health? Yeah. Like you never got sick. Uh, well, I don't know if you saw it, you know, if you, you, you it's a fireball. From, uh, he's, he's no, he's no model of health, but, uh, uh, you know what? Um, I, I take, I take some time. I do take some time for myself, but I, you know, I go to the doctor every year. Okay. You know, uh, uh, I go to the doctor every year and I get checked out. Uh, I, you know, it's people, you know, the, the people that, uh, don't go and then they show up 10 years later and they've had something wrong for a while. Like, uh, you know, I go to the doctor every year for a physical, uh, I see my dermatologist every six months, uh, uh, cause I had a few spots removed, uh, years and years ago. And, uh, um, I do take the stairs if I can. Okay. And, uh, you know, just, you know, I'm not, a, you know, I don't. I told you, you know, if, uh, you can't make time, but you'll prioritize things and, you know, like exercise is not on one of my priorities. So I put, I insert work hours instead of exercise hours. Uh, I don't, I get more of a high from getting stuff done at work than I do from exercising. Oh, well. And some people are like, oh yeah, but that'll kill you. And I was like, well, you know what? I got great blood pressure. My high, uh, you know, I may be overweight, but I have great blood, great blood pressure. My, my cholesterol is like 170 and, uh, <laughs> all, all my other numbers are in check. So yeah, yeah. I guess, um, you know, a, a model of health is what you put in it. I, I, I get up in the morning. I feel great. Uh, I go, I, I go to work and if something mm-hmm. changes, I'd probably change the way I'm doing it. But, uh, uh, I like my life as it is. Okay. Got it. Got it. Now, um, let's go to the next one. Um, the best purchase that you made between hundred to $300 that impacted your life in a professional, in a professional life or a personal life in a positive way. So it's gotta be between a hundred and $300. Yes. It could be anything, anything small, big, doesn't matter. That affected my personal life or professional life. Ah, um, wow, that's a tough, uh, uh, that's a 
tough forget question. The, you know, forget the uh, Maybe let's talk about anything that you think uh, might have impacted you positively. Uh, th- yeah, if it's not if it's not a number thing, uh, you know, for me is uh, uh, cone beam CT. You know, I was the first I was the first individual to have cone beam CT in the state of Nebraska in 2006. And I paid $200,000 for that machine and people thought I was batshit crazy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that machine still sits down there and works every single day of the uh, of, of the work week. And I there's no way that I could do my implant. There's no way I would be in my implant career if I had not purchased that machine. And now I have one. Uh, now I have a machine in all of my practices. Uh, I cannot say as much about... Uh, all my practices are digital. We have uh, intraoral scanners, um, uh-huh. which which are great, and they and they do a lot of things. But I cannot tell you that it has had the impact on my practice that like Conebeam has, because Conebeam allowed me to do the procedures, and whether I restore it with an impression or whether I restore it with an optical scan, um, that's not groundbreaking to me because I could still do good quality stuff the 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 old way. I like the digital way, but I could still do it the old way. Um, but uh, that's uh, you know. For me, cone beam has been, um, okay. you know, well, you know, probably the greatest thing that's impacted my life. And uh, uh, just out of the track question, what cone beam would you recommend at this? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a tough one. Uh, I will. I will tell you that um, currently, I have uh, I have two different. I have uh, I use two different machines. Okay. I use the CareStream 8100 and I use the the iCat uh the iCat uh, FLX. Okay. Um both amazing machines. Uh both have pluses and minuses, but both amazing machines and uh my purchases would be uh within those within that realm. Okay. Got you. Uh because um I know there's some companies who really like Vatec. What's your say on the Vatec? Uh, you know what? Uh, we 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 have a Vatec at the um, uh, we have a Vatec at the Brighter Way Foundation uh, in uh, Phoenix where we do our live implant training, and you know for the most part the uh, the image is pretty good. It's a, it's a little smaller field of view than uh, uh, maybe the iCat, uh, a little similar to eighty one hundred. Not as easy to not as easy to use as the CareStream eighty one hundred. That's probably you know as I open practices or do things the the CareStream eighty one hundred is my go to machine. It's a it's at a it's at a great value. It's got a good field of view, and the software is real uh, is very user friendly. Gotcha. Uh, I like CareStream as well because they don't nickel and dime you with uh, uh, warranties yeah. warranties and stuff like all the rest of them do. That's what I love about the CareStream 3600 is that it has uh, uh, you know if you don't want to buy the warranty and stuff, they don't turn it off. Like you can just use it until it breaks, and you can pay to have it break. You know, you can pay to have it fixed. You can buy another one. Right. But, uh, right. Um, that's, that's the deal. Okay. Got it. Okay. The most gifted book you have given, if there is any. Uh, that I've read or that I've given or. Either, either what you've read the most, you love the most and, or what you have gifted the most. Uh, you know, there's a few, there's a few books out there that I read that I actually reread or, you know, I listened to them today on audible. Uh, sure. but, uh, Uh, one of them is the power of thinking big. Okay, great. Uh, uh, one is called Blink, the power of thin slicing. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you read that? Have you read Blink? Uh, that's on my my Audible list already. So yeah, I've already yeah. bought that. But uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, Blink is good. 
Yeah, the tipping point. Tipping point. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, raving fans. I I give I give the book. I think it's my, Malcolm Gladwell's book. It's called uh, Raving Fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I give I give every one of my new employees that book when they when they come in. And one of them is you know we are in a customer service business. And yes. if you if you are not creating raving fans, yeah, then your business is going the wrong direction. Gotcha. Uh, pumpkin Plan. That's a great book. It's called it's called the Pumpkin Plan. Yes. For the podcast of dentistry, there is a there's a uh, there's a link called podcast of dentistry slash books, uh, and you can get all the books which are recommended by podcasters uh, right in there. I'm gonna add these if there is anything which is not written there. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So for all your uh, audience and uh, my audience, we can all use that links. One more. What do people What do people never ask you that you wish they did? Um, what what they never asked me. Yeah, and you wish they they did. I don't know. Uh, you know, most people. You know, I, I've been interviewed so damn many times. I think you know they they ask me about everything uh, uh, they want. You know, sometimes. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes they forget to, uh, you know, ask you why you, you know, why you do all this and, uh, you know, why you do it for me is, uh, you know, is to, I think everybody should leave this, uh, leave this planet in a better, in a be, in, in better shape than you, than you found it. That you came in with. And, uh, you know, if you've, if you change somebody's life or, you know, whether it's a patient or whether it's another dentist, uh, along your career, then I think that you have, uh, you know, been a good human, you know, that, you know, it's, it's not yeah. a bad thing to be a good human. Sure. Sure. Got it. When you think of a person being successful, who first comes to your mind? Um, you know, a successful person to me has a, has a phone filled full of friends that you could count on uh for anything at any time cool that is uh 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 you know that is that's that's someone that i envy that is someone that is is rich beyond uh their means you know for me i give a shit less about money uh <laughs> you know you you do the right thing for your patients i mean money comes uh uh you know unfortunately we need money to make the world go around and you know and, and so forth but uh uh, it's not my motivating, it's not my motivating factor. If it was just about money, I'd just grind it out being, you know, and drop screws everywhere I can and, uh, uh, and do that. But, uh, you know, the, the friendships that I build through, you know, teaching and through, you know, social media and, and, uh, uh, meeting people, you know, I'll tell you, you know, the power of social media is I was, uh, uh, and my family got to, uh, experience this as well. Sunday, uh, Sunday night, we're in the Phoenix airport coming back, and sure. uh, a guy came running up to me in line. I'm just I'm getting close to boarding, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, he says, he goes, hey, you don't know me, but um, uh, Facebook said that you were nearby, and uh, just want to tell you that I appreciate the podcast and all the things that you've uh, uh, <laughs> you've given me, you know, over you know over the the, the years that you've been podcasting, and I'm just like, I mean. You yeah. know, and he's, you know, it's a, it's an honor to meet you. And I'm just like, 
you're crazy, you know, and <laughs> you know, not, not for coming over here, but for, you know, uh, saying that it's an honor because, uh, shit, it's not, I mean, it's, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just a person, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just, a, I'm just a person that has plenty of faults, uh, of, of my own, but, uh, um, just trying to just somebody that's trying to do, you know, trying to do right. And that's what I like about the voices of dentistry. Like this isn't uh, you know, this isn't a, this isn't a red carpet Emmys thing where, you know, Oscars where you, you know, you can't talk to them and you can only look at them. And it's like, like, like there's none of these podcasters think they're any better than the people that are uh, uh, coming to the course. Because the fact is, is that we wouldn't do this if people didn't listen to our damn podcast. So, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's my, that's my deal. You want to be a successful person has a good balance. A successful person has a ton of friends, has good balance and spend some time with them, spend some time with their family, uh, and work and, 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 and works and works hard because, uh, I think, uh, I think it's important to work hard. Great. Now, um, but you still didn't tell me who would that be among your friends, you yourself, uh, like, Do you, do you do you think you know somebody who kind of defines as a successful person the way you described it to me um yeah you know i've got uh uh i've got a you know i've got a number of uh people that i would consider uh uh successful in the in those realms and the majority of them are friends uh that are, are friends with me already sure you know my you know my partner mike frymouth and uh uh my best friends uh my best friends in life from uh from kindergarten uh Damon Bass and Kurt Rising and uh uh you know my I look at I look at I look at my wife and she has uh uh this incredible group of uh friends and uh uh colleagues and and no drama and uh yeah you know there's I surround myself with I here's the deal yeah but yeah. I I surround myself with people I surround myself with uh people that meet my definition of successful. Gotcha. And those that, those that don't meet them, you know, it's not that I dislike you. I just don't have time for you. <laughs> you know, you, you know we you know we talked about, you know, prioritizing your time. Yes. Like I prioritize my time for people that are are worth my time. And hopefully I'm worth their time and that's what makes it a uh uh a a win win so i can actually lump all my friends into that that category because uh you know if you've fallen off my fr- you know if you've fallen off what you think was my friends list you know then um you know something doesn't gel between us and you know not everybody likes me that's okay i mean yeah. hell, not everybody likes fireball i don't understand why <laughs> but uh, uh you there know, you go <laughs> you know it's all the same man now do you have any any um message or advice to anybody uh, in your audience before we part ways you know what uh, you want to be monday morning people you know like uh enjoy monday morning like you do uh friday morning or saturday morning you know enjoy your job and if you don't truly enjoy your job like get a different one you know and the the problem with dentistry is you you know you've put eight years of your life trying to get there and it may take you a few years of grinding on uh, composites to realize that that isn't what you want to do so either either find something within dentistry that makes you uh, uh makes you want to go to work and enjoy your job right. or you only get one life and uh 
choose a different, you know, choose a different path if dentistry isn't it. I know, I know plenty of dentists that uh, should choose a different path because uh, they don't like their job. And I, I, I don't pity the people. I just feel bad for those people because, uh, you know, yep. it's, uh, it's seven 30 here. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go home after this, but I'll be back at five 45 in the morning. And, uh, uh, I'm going to enjoy I'm going to enjoy my job and I'm ready for my seven 30 patient and we'll be rock and roll. Good to go. Great. That's a great advice. I think, um, I think, uh, this would be a good way to end our interview. And, Perfect. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Woody. Look look forward to uh, seeing you in person. Sure. Thank you, Doc. Uh, you bet. Take care. Would you like to get a really small email a couple times a month to see what hashtag POD is up to? What are we reading? What are we listening to? What are we doing? What's stupid, funny, entertaining, and some weird stuff that we've gotten ourselves into? Then go to podcastsofdentistry.com slash extra E-X-T-R-A That's right podcastsofdentistry.com slash extra and you will get a really small email from us to give you that little extra kick and keep you busy exploring the world we travel. You can also find us on Facebook at podcastsofdentistry.com slash Facebook. Thank you for listening. Hashtag POD and I'll see you inside.